On today's show, Ferrari makes a $53,000 profit on every car it sells. The UAW gets real interested in forming a union at Tesla. And Chevy shows why diesels still have a role to play in fuel efficiency for passenger cars. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Well, here's a story that we're going to hear a whole lot more about. Line workers at Tesla have approached the UAW about forming a union at the Tesla assembly plant in Fremont, California. The story broke when one of those line workers posted an article online complaining about excessive overtime, hard working conditions, and frequent injuries. He goes on to say that most Tesla workers earn between $17 and $21 an hour, while UAW workers on average earn over $25. Elon Musk had something to say about this. He called the allegations morally outrageous and said that Tesla workers make more money than UAW workers when Tesla stock options are taken into consideration. The story is far from over, and we're going to bring you all the gory details as they unfold. Well, we just got Ferrari's earnings for 2016, and the numbers are eye-popping good. Ferrari sold just over 8,000 cars, an increase of 350 cars from the year before, but that brought in 9% more revenue, just over 3.1 billion euros. But look at how much of that money dropped to the bottom line. Earnings before interest and taxes shot up 34%. Net income of 425 million euros skyrocketed 37%. That means Ferrari made a net profit of 53,000 euros on every car it sold. We'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Yen Feng, experience in motion. The Ford Motor Company just put another chip on the autonomous technology roulette board. It's investing a billion dollars in a company called Argo AI that specializes in using artificial intelligence for robotic applications. The auto industry is going gaga over AI, because the software can be used for writing the algorithms needed for level four autonomous cars. AI is turbocharging the efforts to develop autonomy because we're now at the point where we have software writing the software. Opel and Vauxhall already showed us what their new Insignia sedans look like, but now we're getting more information on the station wagons. Like the sedans, the wagon sheds quite a bit of weight despite growing in size. Everything is bigger on this car. The wheelbase is over three and a half inches longer. The trunk's bigger. Cargo space was increased. And the passengers have significantly more room. And yet, the car is 440 pounds lighter. It also gets torque vectoring all-wheel drive and a new eight-speed automatic transmission. Look for the new wagon and sedan to make their official debut at the Geneva Auto Show next month and then look for them to debut in the U.S. as the new Buick Regal. Coming up next, the Detroit Three formally petitioned the Trump administration to reopen the midterm review on fuel economy regulations.
for the people at Dow. Racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Back in April of last year, PSAs, Peugeot Citroën's, offices were raided in an effort to find evidence that the automaker was cheating on diesel emissions. Now the agency that conducted those raids says it's going to French prosecutors with what it found. PSA is sticking to its guns, saying that, and I quote, the group's vehicles comply with regulatory test criteria. And in other diesel news, but this with a more happy note to it, Chevy announced that the new cruise diesel sedan with a six-speed manual transmission will get an EPA-estimated 52 miles per gallon on the freeway, 30 in the city, and 37 combined. With a nine-speed automatic, those numbers drop slightly on the highway, go up a bit in the city, and end up with the same combined number. Plus, this diesel meets the most stringent emission standards, Tier 3 BIN 125. The cruise diesel will be available later this year with a starting price of just over $24,500, and that includes destination charges. Well, it's a wonder that this story didn't break on Twitter. Mary Barra, Mark Fields, and Sergio Marchione wrote a letter, how quaint, to President Trump asking him to reopen the EPA's midterm review of the CAFE standards. The EPA hurriedly ended that review in the last days of the Obama administration. Originally, the deadline was supposed to be April of 2018. Automakers would love to get some relief from that standard, and Trump is obviously ready to give it to them. My position's always been that the 2025 CAFE standard should be pushed back to 2030. That would give automakers another design cycle to meet the standard, which would be a huge relief for them. And yet, it would keep the standards in place because they are scientifically sound. So we'd still get to the same environmental results just a few years later. Anyway, that's how I see it. And as always, we welcome your feedback in the comments section. And with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching, and we hope to see you here again tomorrow.